boom, and we are live with another episode of the Brownwater Banter Podcast. My name is Jared Seymour. My name is Joey Cates. This is Joey Cates. It is we Joey Cates all day long. We've still never seen any proof. Uh, we have Samantha in the studio with us again, second time on the show, I do believe. That's right. We're going to be talking about the uh, USM Gulf Coast Research Lab has a uh, number of different camps this summer for kids. Uh, specifically, we're going to be talking about Shaggy's Angler Camp uh, and getting into that. So before we do, we want to thank the people that keep the lights on for us. Let's roll through it. Dr. Robbie Williams over at Southern Magnolia Smiles 2023, the year to keep your mouth clean. Go hit him up so at Southern Magnolia Smiles on Instagram so or Facebook, or go check out him on the uh, the old school website, southernmagnoliasmiles.com. And uh, when you're ready to book that appointment, man, tell him that uh, you heard about him from us and uh, give him a call, 228-215-1202. That's right. Hilltree Marketing. Up next, our buddy Jesse over at Hilltree Marketing. Slide over to hilltreemarketing.com. Look at some of the websites that he's built from a lot of for a lot of local businesses that I think you will uh, be familiar with. So if you need a website built for any reason, you're a content creator, small business, doesn't matter. You want an online presence, hit Hilltree Marketing uh, up and they will take you from no concept to a finished award-winning product just like they did for us over at brownwaterbanter.com. We want to pre- uh, really appreciate Jesse being on board with us. Uh, Tyler, you told him we won an award off of that, right? I, I, I slid that in there while you weren't Thanks. paying attention. Yeah, I was. Uh, Tyler and Cox Law Firm, man, uh, another one of the sponsors of the show. Uh, they've been practicing law for over thirty years in Pascagoula. They come highly recommended for all of our friends that are in that universe. Uh, if you find yourself needing legal representation, uh, they specialize in criminal law, family law, and civil litigation defense. So give them a call at two two eight six nine six zero one one one. And uh, tell them that you heard about them on the Brownwater Banter podcast. We're really uh, glad to have those uh, those guys on board with us as well. Uh, fifth annual downtown Ocean Springs Crawfish Cookoff. If you haven't heard about it, you just did. May twenty seventh. That's a Saturday. It's a uh, I'm not gonna call it all day event. It's like eleven. I think is the gates right. Yeah, I mean it's it's I think it's eleven to half six day. or something like that. Eleven mm-hmm. to five, somewhere around in there. Really cool concept, man. It's a uh, you buy a wristband. I think it, I'm not going to say the price because I don't know for sure. You buy a wristband, very affordable. You walk around, see all the different teams. Going to be a ton of teams down there cooking crawfish. You get one ticket to vote for the uh, People's Choice Award. Yeah. You sample everything. You don't you know the wristband is your payment. You sample all the different uh, teams cooking. You vote on your favorite, and at the end they award different prizes to the different teams. But it's a really good. Family-friendly day downtown Ocean Springs on Government Street, right next to Pleasant's, Pleasant's Barbecue. Yep. Pleasant's That's in right. the parking lot. In the parking lot. It's a really good event. We're going to be down there uh, competing this year. Hopefully, going to destroy the competition. Uh, hopefully, make some people cry and never want to cook crawfish again. That's right. Or we're going to lose. So it's going to go one way or <laughs> either the other. way. Either, either way, way, it's going to be a good time. Either way, I called it. That's how I'm looking at it. Either way, I called it. Okay. Uh, sea to Swamp. Our good buddy Rocky uh, over at Sea to the Number Two Swamp. Uh, look them up on Facebook. Facebook. They originally Gautier Van Cleve exit head south. They're on the right. Uh, he's a um, uh, let me flash it right here. All your outdoor apparel needs from uh, extra tough boots to uh, rods, reels, tackle. He does real repair. Uh, he's a he's a boutique local shop man that has pretty much everything you need. Stop in there, talk to Rocky. Um, Tell him that uh, you think brown water's better than fish in the south, yes. and you don't know why he's carrying any of that stuff. Because it's not selling. <laughs> <laughs> we saw the numbers, Josh. Just kidding, Josh. You know, we no, love you. No, I'm serious. Uh, and also, he's got a new Gulfport location, I believe, Joey, Pass Road? Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's the old um, Sports Unlimited location on Pass Road. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he's uh, just opened that up. That store looks really good. And it's it's a, huge. It's yeah. a lot bigger. Got so kayaks, got all kinds of stuff in no there. No reason to not go check him out. Uh, we want to thank each and every one of those businesses for supporting us. Man, it means a lot to us. So uh, let's see here. 
No, I'm going to click on this right here. And now, all right, so let's jump into it. So I wish I knew when the last time you were on the show, I know it was last year, probably, probably about a this time, ago. right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. May-ish. Um, and we were talking about all the different camps um, USM has to offer. But let's just go for people that didn't see last year's episodes, for those uh, people living yeah, under a rock. What do we got? We got about three weeks left of school, a, three or four mm -hmm. weeks left of school, 15 days. So you're going to be looking for somewhere to put your kids. <laughs> yes. So what the hell is your kids yeah. doing today? Get, get rid get of, rid of them, these yeah. kids. Get they're not staying them. at home with me. They're not when my, you know, if I'm off, they're going, they're out of here. That's right. They're out of here. So, uh, Samantha has some options for us. Just tell us what you do yeah. and then yeah. tell us what it is. Introduce about. yourself yeah. and tell us what you do. So I'm Samantha Capers. I am the program manager at the Marine Education Center. So I facilitate all of our field experiences from K to gray. If you come and see us at the MEC for a field trip or we do teacher prep, all of those different types of adventures, I'm the person that it goes through. And so summer camp season, we have every age range. Entering first grade is our youngest all the way through graduating from high school. So we have a bunch of different camps and it's a blast. Sea camp, local 35 years of sea camp and so we're continuing that that's for our smaller kids getting them outside just getting them familiar and comfortable with being in the water right. and being on the coast and you know what happens at the beach and all of the cool creatures that are there this year's theme is the magic of the ocean so Sweet. looking at um like the properties of water and the chemistry, some of that, like, in, like of course, it's science-based. We work with our research partners across the university at, for USM. And so C-Camp's a blast. And then for our older kids, that's where we kind of, like, branch out and specialize. We have Shark Fest, where we work with the Shark Research Center to tag sharks. We have um, Shaggy's Angler Camp, which is fishing and um you know, fishing different techniques and experiences across the Gulf. And our new camp this summer is the Ocean Science and Technology Camp. So working with um, uncrewed maritime systems and some marine archaeology and looking at seafloor mapping and those kinds of things right. that are happening in the Gulf. And this that camp is for um, middle school, high school students to kind of get their toes into that uncrewed right. maritime systems type. Well, before we wrap in to unwrap those, we're going to yeah. jump into all those individually. Um, Y'all offer outstanding um, field trips. Yes. Yes. So, so tell us a little bit more about those. Yeah. So it's field trip season right now in the springtime. And so we have anywhere from you can come and hang out with us for half of a day and do a coastal explorer. And those are different modules and activities that highlight um, plankton and copepods and, you know, different aquaculture pieces and things that you know kids don't usually get to see we we are located in ocean springs and we have a trail that takes you through the maritime forest all the way down to the marsh we do um some different things with plankton and copepods and just kind of relate it back to what the teacher's trying to teach in the classroom and get the kids outside learning yeah and then we have overnight field trips if you're a little further away and so those groups come in and they spend a day half of a day day and a half with us and we take them you know we can go on our different vessels or we can do different things a lot of kayaking and so a lot of kids haven't been in the bayou yesterday we had to remove a nuisance alligator uh -oh. and so the kids got to see up close and, and interact with you know this is what we have down here and this is how we can safely interact with these animals because we're in their habitats yeah 
And so kind of really learn not to be afraid, but just to be knowledgeable. And so it's been it's been an interesting experience. Was it a big one? Little. It was very small. And so um, not really a threat. And so it was good because it was safe and the kids could see. Oh, I bet they were fired up. Yeah. And they were from Arkansas. And so they're not used to interacting with alligators at all. And so just, you, you know, using what we have around us to teach kids you know, don't be afraid, be knowledgeable and you know, you can still have fun and interact. So that was that part of the field trip thing. You said Arkansas, like we're getting people from out of town. Is that predominantly what y'all do? We, so our large, like overnight field trips are primarily far away, Arkansas, Tennessee, Colorado, the furthest that we've had is Minnesota. And so lots of far away schools will come in. The dorms are, amazing built in 1962 i believe <laughs> and so it's, nice. it's a great like dorm experience and it, it um it's really awesome and they stay with us on campus and we host them and then they come back and their kids come to shark fest and angler camp and then they end up going to college at usm and Sweet. we have the summer field program so college undergrads will come and stay in the dorms and work with the researchers and get their research credit so I don't think we did overnight field trips when I was. No, well, the reason I brought that up is I know you had the younger mm-hmm. and then you had the older. Well, my wife recently bought the her teacher academy kids. Over yeah, there, so that's that's kind of a new experience that we're working with is pre-service teachers or along the coast. There are a lot of teacher academies and, and that's a new trend. And at the MEC, we recognize that we do outdoor place-based learning. We're in formal education, but teachers can have that experience in their classrooms and take their kids outside. But a lot of times teachers are kind of uncomfortable or afraid because I have control in these four walls. Mm -hmm. But what do I do when I step outside of my comfort zone? A little bit about my background. I was a science teacher for 12 years and I taught eighth grade science. And so, um, we were like, what can we do? And your wife reached out and was like, hey, we, I want to bring them out there. Mm-hmm. And so we do a lot of teacher professional development in the summer. And so we kind of were like, hey, let's we've done a few things. But so now we're, you know, inviting these groups in and we'll take your pre-service teachers or your teacher academy students through this is what outdoor learning looks like and these are some opportunities and these are some tips and strategies for teaching outside so. yeah that's awesome yeah it's pretty cool yeah. yeah yeah uh the uh exposing the kids to the outdoor stuff though that's always great you know well and a lot of people like we, we bring it up on the show all the time a lot of people born and raised on the gulf coast have never been to the beach never mm-hmm. been to deer island never been to ship island never seen never been kayaking like you mm-hmm. brought up never been fishing it's 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 weird yeah. And for them to be able to get out there and do it and, and to be taught the right way to do mm-hmm. it is, is killer. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and that's huge. And that's a part of our values at the Marine Education Center is removing those barriers and providing opportunities that people might not have. And that's what our summer camps were designed around is how can we marry the science that happens across coastal USM with the opportunity to be outside but also make it engaging and fun for students and show them things that they don't even know exist yeah. i think yeah. it's tough to keep a kid i know i always hated that part of school was just sitting in the classroom the whole entire time you know and it kind of makes you get used to not enjoying learning yeah you know and when anytime you can mix it up by going out like y'all do mm-hmm. and taking them out and showing them that hey like science isn't just something you 
sit in a chair and look at a yeah. book about it's it has a real world application and you joey you went out last year after this episode yeah uh, on the usm research vessel and i got a little clip pulled up here that i can show as that what, what was the type of shark was it uh the that was bull shark bull shark okay yeah uh, let's, i want to play just a, yeah yeah so and we me and my daughter went out and um that was probably the biggest shark y'all ever caught. I, I would I, think. I don't think that it's ever. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's, that that year, that year, that was it was big. Yeah. yeah. Let me let me play a little quick uh, clip, real quick. Uh, I should that. come up here in just a second. Here, let's see. I gotta switch over and hit play. And so, yeah, he was a toad. <laughs> two steps back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody take two steps That's back. Lazy. Yeah. There he is. Should be coming up mm -hmm. where he is. Yeah. And that was in like six foot of water. That was like <laughs> the first pool. Oh, that's not Whoa. good. Yeah, that was the first pool like around Horn that. Island. I yeah, didn't know that. that. Like you could wade in that. So that just goes to show you when you're wade fishing, what's all the way around you. <laughs> around there he goes. Back in, release. yeah. Back in he goes, but that that sh that was like obviously like the highlight part, uh, in my opinion. Yes, of, of, you know, of mm -hmm. seeing that type of stuff. But there was a clip in that same video. It's on YouTube. Just type in uh, "Brownwater Banter USM uh, Shark Video" and it should come up. But there was a clip there of your of the guides, Joey. What were they? The, are they your they're educators. Educators yeah. that were on mm -hmm. the boat and explaining like uh, the equipment that y'all had that y'all dropped overboard that tested for salinity, water, water yeah, temperature, all that stuff. and they explain all the reasons why that's important. And that to me is like the hands-on part of it because if you just read that mm -hmm. in the book, it's kind of like oh, whatever, you know. Yeah, and that's another piece of it. So that trip was also really neat because we had a retag, we had a recapture tag that year. I don't know if it was on that boat. But we had tagged a shark and mm -hmm. then that we had caught it again. Right. So we had mm -hmm. that data. And so what's really important with our shark fest, our angler camp is showing the kids like, hey, you know, the salinity, the YSI, the data, the information is important because, you know, I know this is here. This species is here, be it a shark or a fish or whatever you're looking, seagrass. And having those interactions with the kids and they're like, oh, that's so cool. I remember we caught this shark, but the water temperature was this and right. the salinity was this and the weather was this. And so really making all that real and come full circle for them. And then especially with our adventure camps, showing them you can do this as a job. Right. Like this yeah, is somebody's right. job. Killer, like yeah. the people in that video clip that had on the slicks, those are actual research technicians with the Center for Research Fisheries and Development. And I think they're out on a long line sampling cruise right now. They get to do this all the time. And so in like telling kids and showing them career pathways, I think is really important. And that's what our camps do is it's great bring us your kids for the summer we're gonna keep them safe you heard Lacey back up <laughs> yeah back, you back know, up another gonna, two feet yeah we're gonna keep you know keep them safe and allow them to engage in somewhat risky behavior yeah. you know interact because the kids are the ones that tag the shark our staffs don't our Correct. staff doesn't tag yeah. them our kids get the measurements and the workups some days um we call them whisker sharks we get all the catfish and so but you still have to do a, a work up on those and take that information and the kids do the work and it's really fun because 
you know, they're like, oh, I'm a part of this research team. And so that's a really neat piece of it. And in our angler camp, it's kind of the same. We'll go out, they'll fish, they'll look, okay, where am I at? Where did I catch this? What did I catch? We caught a lot of jacks last summer and um, a lot of mackerel. Yeah. And so, and then the kids, especially the ones that are not local, and even some of the local, like, they'll be like, oh, you can't eat mackerel. And then some other people are like, yeah, you just have to soak it in mustard. And so it's yeah, always yeah, yeah. really it's fun. What, what their mom and dad sell. Yeah, 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 it's always really fun to see, like, some kids, like, regionally, they'll be like, oh, I don't eat blackfish. And I'm like, what? Why not? Like, you know, come on. Like, let me show you. It's delicious. Yeah. Um, or like, oh, that's just a bait fish. And I'm like, no, it's mullet. Like you throw it in the smoker and it's del- like, yeah. it's great. Delicious. Oh, you fry yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. And so really kind of with angler camp, it's always fun. And especially having Shaggy's as one of the sponsors is because Shaggy's comes in and that's what they do is they cook good food. And so, um, like the chef will come in and show them how to prepare snapper. Mm-hmm. And so it's really neat because like snapper, everybody's like, oh, that's the best. And then it's like, but hey, you can also cook these other fish mm-hmm. if you needed to. Right. And and so it's, it's a lot of fun to show them, you know, hey, you have these options. And then our angler camp kids, we all keep up with each other. We have a, an app and they share like their fishing pictures throughout the whole year. So it's really neat to see. That's cool. Yeah, it's like, okay, you came to camp, you know, you, you brought your brand new tackle box and your fishing pole and mm-hmm. you showed up day one and it was not, you know, nothing was tied off. Like you had to put line on it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, here we are six months later and you're still fishing. And so that's a really neat process to kind of see play out with our camps. Do, do y'all do any pre-education before these camps? Because I know yeah. on the uh, the shark thing that we were talking about the uh, when we pulled for the bait, mm-hmm. and they was asking, what kind of shark? And the kids were like, ah. They were spitting it out. I was like, how, how, <laughs> how I, do I, I know didn't know that? that. Yeah, yeah. So that's a whole part of our curriculum design is the first day of camp. Like you show up out of the gate, and the first thing you're going to do is you're going to hear from our researchers, and they're going to tell you, this is the research we're doing. So if you see a shark with a satellite tag or a shark with this kind of tag, that's what it is. And a lot of our tagging program education, like our sport fish tagging program, if you catch a tagged fish, a lot of times people will not report it because they're like, oh, right. I did something wrong. And it's like, no. Yeah. Or I don't want to lose my fish. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that's where the first part of like the day is with our angler camp is like, hey, this is what the tagging program is. This is the research that we do. We're doing agent growth studies so that we can provide information to regulatory agencies. We're working on these different, you know, we just want to know more about this species because they're cool. Like our hammerhead sharks, um, you know, they're endangered. We know that there's not a lot of information out there about them. So we're going to study it. And so we kind of walk the kids through this like education of this is what we do at USM. And then these are the fish that we're going to encounter regularly. Right. Because you're in the northern Gulf. It's a really special spot. The Mississippi Sound is amazing for its, you know, variety of species and things. And so we're going to teach the kids, okay, you know, nearshore, offshore reef fishing, here's what we're looking at. And, you know, we're we're not planning to go on, uh, you know, don't get in your skiff and go think you're going to catch a tuna. Like, no, it's just not, not going to happen. Nope. And so... um. And so really kind of like showing them these are where these species live and these Mm -hmm. are where these species live and this is what you're going to see. And so they have all that before they get on the boat. 
And then we have for angler camp, we spend a lot of time like how to tie a knot and different knots for different applications. Right. Um, fly fishing is a new interest for a lot of people. It's getting big here. down here. I love fly fishing. Yeah. Um, it's fantastic. Hopefully this year we'll have a larger fly fishing influence on our angler camp. But my very most favorite knot, it's a blood knot. I yeah. didn't realize that it was very common. In, well, I mean, I knew it was common in fly fishing because that's when you, you're joining your like different size lines together. Yeah. It's just easy. Well, I think it's easy and quick. But I didn't realize that it wasn't like commonly taught to everybody. We use swivels. And so, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, just tie a blood knot. And they're like, no, just put a swivel on it. Yeah. I was like, well, why? And so <laughs> it was really, um, it's fun. I was like, no, you just like put it together. You don't need a leader. Right. Just tie. And they're like, no. And so it's been interesting like getting a lot of input and feedback and showing kids, hey, you have options, but also like you don't have to, you know, rig for uh, like you're going to catch a tuna to catch a redfish. And so sometimes we'll have kids show up with these like huge like reels, like they're massive. (laughs) And I'm like... What thirty you gonna get? Yeah. yeah, we're gonna catch like, croaker. All yeah. this, I know, and, and then they'll have like a panfish hook on the end of it, and I'm like, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, you're, that never you chose that. you're never even gonna fill it by. You're never even gonna fill it by. And so, really, walking them through like that first day, and sometimes the first couple of days, like you know, looking at your conditions and saying, okay, you know, is the bite on the top? Where's the bite at? What am I trying to catch? You're not going to catch a flounder, you know, on top water. If right. you're yeah, using yeah, top water. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, and the, these kids, and I love them, they watch, they get so much information from a lot of different sources because they, you know, social media is everything. On the phone, yeah. All the time. And so it's always fun to see them come in and you have like those that fish every single day and are on it and they just look and they're like, okay, we're gonna, it's gonna be interesting. So that's kind of the first part of it is learning the background. And then we just take them in the field and they, I mean, we tell them, you know, rod and reel sampling is a sampling technique. We catch sharks on rod and reel, but we Mm -hmm. also sample and catch fish on rod and reel. And so you're a scientist, you know, you're using their, you know, preferred (coughs) bait. You're using, you know, what's gonna give us the greatest odds of catching it. No. Have y'all had any kids come back? Because uh, y'all been doing this for a while. This There's is our that... ninth year for angler camp. Yeah. And, and then so... one of the other ones is even longer than that, right? Sea camp is 35 years. Yeah. Like my husband went to sea camp. Yeah. I remember at the nostalgia at the old, yeah, <laughs> on the, the point. My, my yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, um, so we've had those. I'm, I'm not sure how long Shark Fest has been in. I know at least since 2014 because Lacey, the lady in the video with the red hair, she came to Shark Fest in 2014, went to USM, majored in marine science, and then now she works for us, and she's worked for us for a little while. Oh, that so. was that was my question. If anybody had went through the program and then came back and worked, yes. yeah, so, so that was if you remember we, the kickball tournament, she played kickball with y'all. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. she did play kickball yes. with us. So yeah. um, that kickball tournament that was a great time it was yeah and so yeah so Lacey is one of our she's been kind of she's been a camper she's worked for us for um as a educator and she went through summer field program so she's seen all of the facets of the marine education center so she's lived it 
She has. She's been in the trenches. Oh, completely. And we're still there. So they worked a group of about 60 today, and we have 85 of them coming in tomorrow. So, So they've already started. Oh, the camps. The no. camps have not started. These okay. are field trips. Oh, okay. But okay. They, so the education staff works year round for us. Right. And they do field trips and summer camps. And so they're outside year round. But that, mm. that's a good segue, though. To, yeah. To, so to, when do they get fired up? Well, it, let's unpack the, yeah. the three camps for the summer yeah, and when they start. Yeah. So Sea Camp starts June 5th and it runs every week from June 5th through the last week of Sea Camp is. The second week of July, which is July 10th, will be... That's the last week of sea camp. We're not having any camps the week of 4th of July. You okay. Can't. Yeah. So, Too much terrible. going on. Well, it's on a Tuesday this year, so you could do like three days. It's just like, yeah. meh, we'll just do... We'll take a break. We'll take right. a reset yeah. period, so... Um, and what's the length of the, the actual All of our camp? camps are... A week long. They're five days okay. and they're day camps. So it's like a morning drop off, afternoon pickup. Is that usually Monday through so Friday? It's Monday through Friday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 3, 3.30 ish. So kind of like a modified work day. Right. right. Um, like a school day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and that's kind of, we've set it up to mimic a school day mm-hmm. and, um, You'll come in, you'll send them with their lunch, make sure they have their sunscreen, bug spray, protective clothes, changes of clothes because they get wet. Yep. And so it is outside. We're going to sweat. Um, it's hot in Mississippi. We'll keep them hydrated. We give them a water bottle, a t-shirt. Um, had plenty of water on the boat trip we went on. Yeah. Yes. Um, lots of hydration reminders, pause <laughs> and take five sips. Um, and all of our staff is trained, CPR, first aid trained. A lot of our staff um, that is hired in, they're educators. And so it's not like a bunch of college right, kids right, running yeah. around the forest with your child. We've been there. And so, <laughs> um, yeah, so everybody's certified and trained. We do a staff week prior to camp so that everybody's on the same page. Um, we follow all the university protocols, minors on campus, fun stuff. And yes. so you bring your kid to us and we... Get them wet, dirty, and tired, and then send, <laughs> send them, them home. back home. <laughs> yeah. yep. So it's a blast. Yeah, so five days straight in the sun. Is, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you got one classroom day, right? Was we have, yeah. And so with our C-Camp kids, it's it's kind of mixed. And so C-Camp will have like a dedicated beach day. They'll have dedicated like outside, like in the forest, like hiking days and water days. They go on the Miss Pete B, which is one of our smaller vessels. They pull a trawl and things like that. And so sea camp is pretty, it's contained, you know, to the beach. And we take, we do take the sea camp kids to Deer Island. Right. And so it's kind of small and local. Sea uh, camps where you're going to learn to like throw your cast net. We're going to do some seining, um, dip netting, those kinds of things. That's kind of like a, I mean, that that is a, a fading art. Oh, throwing Knowing a how cast to throw a net. cast net. You know what I, I'm um, I, I think it's interesting. I always think it's interesting. I'm a, I'm a huge, like, you got to put it in your mouth. Yeah. Like, you cannot yes. throw it without putting the cast net in your mouth. Correct. And so, um, I've seen a lot of people try, like, I'm like, okay, I well, see the, that. The, uh, like, we worked with uh, Captain Ronnie Daniels at yeah. the uh, boat show. Mm-hmm. And he does a little the demo. kids one-on-one. Yeah. And I was talking to him. We were talking about throwing a cast net. And I said, the only time I didn't put a cast net in my mouth is when I had braces. 
Oh yeah, because I can I, see I, that. I threw one time yeah. with braces, oh. and it was like <laughs> hanging off the side because I had my net hanging off of it. But it's it's good to know yeah. both ways, not yeah. how to throw it in your mouth and then how to put it in your hand. Oh, I didn't think about braces. Yeah, it was bad. So. Almost you know, <laughs> with the net in my mouth. That would have been bad. That would yeah, straight yeah, to yeah. the bottom. Yeah, that's it. Um, note to self, though, that is my like new fear unlocked is sea campers and braces. So oh, yeah, we yeah. will be definitely yes, checking yes, this year. Yeah, absolutely. Like, things you didn't know you needed to look out for. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so that's kind of sea camp, and it. Is it's fun and it's exhausting, but we make sure that they have a balance of inside and outside. They haven't built up their tolerance to be outside. We also are weather wise, so you know we're gonna follow the guidance for you know the heat indexes because right. you know I think last summer we had 110 during our island camp, so we're on Cat Island good. and it's like okay, you know everybody in the water, everybody the Franks the large boat has an air conditioned cabin, so we rotated them in and out. Yeah, but um, so that's sea camp for the small kids. The first camp is Shark Fest, and so Shark Fest, same thing Monday through Friday. And that's the one we filmed. That's the one that y'all went with us last year, and so it's got some classroom days. We're gonna dissect a shark. We're gonna um hear from the researchers, and then we spend two days on the water sharking. And then we we do cook if we do if we catch a shark that we can keep um we'll teach the kids how to prep and cook shark and let them try it really shark is a regulated fishery in mississippi Mm -hmm. and so really getting the education out there about yes there is you know a lot of places use the fin and only the fin but you can eat the meat of a shark and there are different ways you can prepare it so that it doesn't taste as sharky right and so kind of letting them try it and some you know talking about like when they learn the systems of the shark and how sharks like you know their endocrine system works so that's where the all the toxins are going to be released and and the different like processes that happen and where which parts of the meat that they want and looking at like the you know overall form of the shark so yeah did, you, really did, you, did y'all see that 14 foot hammerhead that washed up i think that was yeah Pensacola. with all the babies it had like 200 mm-hmm. something babies in it that yeah. was really neat yeah those um, pictures were Wicked. Amazing. So with Shark Fest, one of the interactions that they have is with our shark research lab. Uh-huh. And so um, Jeremy Higgs is the director of this shark research lab. And he, they have a preserved seven foot hammerhead and it is frozen. And so we have had, um, he brings it out and we'll show the kids, you know, this is the size of it. And so we have pictures with you know, this massive seven foot hammerhead that they take and they necropsied it. Cause the, that the one that is at USM, I believe was bycatch. It was caught on a fishing vessel and they brought it to us. Mm. And so that's how a lot of our um, shark stuff happens is bycatch. And they call us and they right. say, Hey, I have this shark. You want it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Donation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, cause they've, I know they've gotten a thresher shark. That yeah, way, cool. and that thresher shark pin, is yeah. massive. Yeah. It was, I think, it was thirteen feet, mm. and so it's really <laughs> neat. Um, the different things that you know people have, and the hammerhead sharks—they're always my favorite. The little bonnet heads are cool. You see them out at um, the island. That's what my daughter calls yeah. <laughs> yeah. shovelhead shark. Yeah, well, they're—they eat that in that seagrass out at Ship Island, and so they're there, and you can see them, and so. It's always fascinating to be like, oh, this is cool and it's here. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, Shark Week was mm-hmm. awesome, and it is definitely what they say. Everybody's got life jackets on. Everybody's got mm-hmm. following safety precautions. Water's all over the place. So I, I know a lot of people get kind of scared or <laughs> kind of anxious when you got somebody else taking your kids out of yeah. the boat. But at no time did I – I mean, my kid was with mm-hmm. me, and it was perfectly – I mean, everybody was – do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Back up. Don't get the hook stuck in your hand. Blah, blah, blah. Right. It was it was awesome. It was yeah. a great time. A nice vessel too. Yeah, boat. absolutely. That boat's. It's not like you're just out there on a little skiff. Oh you know? no, 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 <laughs> no no no. We very don't see any. Yeah, very, very It's sea-worthy. a catamaran, so yeah. it it rocks this way instead of this way. It's a little weird, but it's. Yeah. It's, it's good. 60 foot aluminum catamaran. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very safe. And then Shaggy's hooks us up with our charters for angler camp, and yeah. so. We go out on the Happy Hooker with Shaggy and, and Captain Jim is fantastic. And we, you know, his crew takes care of us and it's great. Um, that vessel, I think, is a 42 foot Hatteras. It's very big and comfortable. Right. And it's like, it's not, it's it's made for like luxury. Right. Like it's a nice, like, and because, you know, we, it's great and the kids are like this is amazing and yeah. i'm like yes this is amazing <laughs> we're rich today and, we're all <laughs> and rich. Yeah. so it's really nice and it's a great experience and they learn so much and so every every one of the deckhands that we've ever had um has been willing to talk to the kids like this is what i'm doing and this is what the captain is telling me and so and we've seen some pretty cool things we've seen a sea turtle um they saw a spinner shark we were out there fishing last year and the spinners will like breach right come out the water and the kids like saw it and they were like what was that and so it's always it's always a good time and it's a long day and um everybody's tired at the end of it what what are they like i know um the inshore camp for the little kids stays inshore Mm -hmm. the shark goes Horn Island and just around Horn Island. Does this one go a little further than that? Yes. So they, um, the angler camp, we try do a day offshore where we go out snapper fishing. And okay. so that is why the camps fall that the weeks that they fall is so that, cause you're going to catch more sharks in June in right. early June because of water conditions. And then, you got to do angler camp before snapper season closes. And, right. and who knows when that is. And right. so you try to get your angler camp in before the 4th of July. Because typically they don't close it before 4th of July. That's a free fishing day. And so, <laughs> so we try to get it in um, those last two weeks of June so that they can go. Because the goal with angler camp is we want to do um, offshore, nearshore, and um, in the bayous and pure fishing that I was right. like, what's the word that I'm looking for? Pure fishing. We do some wade fishing. Um, wade fishing happens when I have a lot of adults to kid ratio, yeah. we get volunteers that'll come in um, and it's people, our volunteers all are background checked and it's making sure that, you know, wade fishing can be risky. You're talking about wade fishing, especially at the Island. It's super tough with adults. And so, yeah. yeah. And so it's usually our older high school group or very experienced kids with an adult. And it's like I said, really small ratios because we yeah. don't want kids wading out without an adult there. Right. Um, so now is there prereqs? I'm sure there's prereqs to the, like the shack, like if, if a five-year-old wants to sign up for the so it we is, want to put them in the, the little camp first. Yeah, and so it's it's not necessarily like a prereq, but you have to be entering seventh grade to do the angler camp, the island adventure camp, or the I'm sorry, not island adventure, the angler camp, the shark fest, 
and our ocean science and technology camp. And that's so. the new one this year. Yeah. Yes. So ocean what, science and technology is brand new. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Coastal USM has the Roger Wicker Center for Ocean Enterprise and the Marine Research Center. Mm-hmm. And they are kind of like pioneers in ocean exploration technology with the uncrewed maritime systems. And it's these robots for lack of a better word that have all of our sensors on them and you can go and remote operate these vessels to collect any kind of data you want like fisheries researchers use them to count fish we're using them to go down and dive and look at shipwrecks look for shipwrecks um a lot of water quality data and metrics, but also mapping um, side scan sonar to map the seafloor because the Gulf hasn't been mapped in a long time. And so that's what a lot of people are revisiting that. And we're finding some pretty cool things. Um, and then our researchers, so they found a U-boat in the Gulf mm. at the, in the uh, several years ago. And so they are studying the... Like here, when you say the Gulf at the Island? mouth of the Mississippi River, really, there's a U boat. There's a U boat. It's the probably, Germans, yes. Yeah. And so, but our researchers are studying the microbiomes that are around shipwrecks. And so, one of our staff is a maritime archaeologist, which is super cool. And we're combining our maritime history along the Gulf Coast and. Right looking at you know maritime history mapping techniques and putting these like this ocean exploration tech into um into practice and these are what these robots do you know fisheries we count fish because it's easier to put a robot down and send a live stream and actually count the species or oh i'm not sure let me freeze if there's a school coming you by can't yeah do and yeah. so and now we're so accurate yeah and now with like the ai stuff it's like hey tell me how many fish are in this image and right. so it it's, it it's really cool so um and so our camp is basically designed to incorporate all of those ideas and technology and kind of show kids like, hey, if you know you like to play video games, hey, let's come do we some science do, with yeah. it. Or you like to, you know, be in the water. Yeah. Let's, you know, come put all of these together and see what kind of magic happens. Well, that's cool in in both ways, especially with the the snapper quota is huge around here, amberjack quota, all this other stuff. Uh, if we can get a good count on that, that would be great. But also <laughs> for the um, the wrecks. FH1, mm-hmm. FH2, it's yeah. supposed to be there. Yeah. Like, it says it's there on the map, mm-hmm. but is it but really, is it really there? there? Yeah. yeah. So now we send the robot down mm-hmm. and it scans. A lot of stuff do that with GPS yeah. now. Like Garmin has the uh, topographic mm-hmm. or whatever it is, but I mean, you're right there doing the same thing. Yeah. And so, and it's the, the side scans and we have, so shameless plug, USM has a hydrography program where you can get your master's in hydrographic science. It has 100% job placement. Um, Amazing. Calvin Martin is over that, and he um, is fantastic with those students. And so they are some of our partners, and we're looking at going out to those on our the Franks, going out to some of those wrecks and using some of that side scan sonar, having the kids plan missions. And so each kid in the Ocean Science and Technology Camp, they'll be broken up into teams, 
each team will be given a mission and they're going to learn skills over the week so that they can plan their mission and will use um, one of the mapping techniques, right. whichever one they have to figure out, you know, is there anything on the yeah. sea floor are, at this location are they sending that back to the dmr and saying hey, wouldn't, it, <laughs> wouldn't, it be, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be cool though if you found out you weren't just a crappy fisherman that that wreck wasn't yeah you know well, I, mean? I mean like you time, could, you i thought could, i was just terrible you could kind of see it on the me. stand and yeah. it's like I mean, we're not catching any snapper oh, here. Yeah, it's because yeah. little did you know yeah. there wasn't down there the whole time. Yeah, it's just mud. Yeah. Bump. It was just mm -hmm. mud. Bump. It was two miles the other way. Uh, yeah. I got a new head in you on my boat, so let's go <laughs> solve all that. So I know I'm excited. any excuse we can find. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's where we're going. But that's that is killer, and, and I don't. There's another yeah. college. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't know if you want me to say that, but Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College is. Oh no, we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing a actual free class on mm -hmm. the ocean the same way and outboard motor it's all in yeah. the same class yeah so i think that we're in partnership with them okay we have a free online course it's a series of four online courses on uncrewed maritime systems i think that, yeah and something it's, like that yeah so chris deaton is the instructor at mississippi gulf coast that's doing the uncrewed systems course and so i work with mississippi gulf coast on stem in the sound and that's so cool. yeah. I, that's where a lot of this like marriage of tech and um tech and ocean exploration are, are colliding gulfport is the hub for blue economy and yeah, so it's over there ocean arrow has been brought in and all of this and so that's kind of what we're doing at usm is trying to bring all of our stakeholders together yeah. our you know our community college kids will some of them will you know transfer straight into usm in their marine science programs some of them will come work for us we need technicians and so those rov pilots and rov techs you know come to camp go to gulf coast then come work for us and right. so um that's the kind of the beauty of this program is it's it's a different group of kids they might not love being outside they might not love being <laughs> in the water or fish necessarily but you know maybe you like gaming and you like to be on a boat okay let's right. combine those two things and see what happens with well, it yeah, with this group or this age of kids you got to attack them at a different you got to yes. attack them differently yeah like we grew up on the water that's mm -hmm. all we want to do like, you go fishing yeah absolutely yeah. let's go on about now they're like uh you know said even when they go to the, out there they're like mm -hmm. uh, and it's how do you break that or incorporate that into what we're doing now yeah and that's exactly what this camp does and so it's like okay if you want to look at a, a screen let's look at this mission plan screen because they really do have to it takes that type of processing to understand i'm gonna send this command to this robot in this way and it has to be written a specific way right. or no, your yeah. <laughs> your robot's going to spin. It. spin it That's what my robot does every time I do. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I can totally code. I can no. <laughs> X plus and S so, plus N. Yeah. It's no, like man. what they call it, mowing grass. It's just going in circles. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I was like, that's not what I thought it was going to do. And so, but it really is. And these kids are amazing. And so that's like the... The trend, like, so we grew up with, like, quiz bowl teams and right. science fair projects, which is awesome. 
Um, but now all of these kids do robotics competitions, yes. and robotics, so we sponsor. Drones, yeah, Sea Perch yeah. is one of our events, and so it's like, okay, we want to build a glider, we want to build an ROV, let's build it and go take it and make something happen with yes. it. Yeah, and show the kids like, hey, this is cool. You like this? Let's yeah, see what you, happens. Education has to evolve, and it's evolved the same way I think what mm-hmm. you're talking about, like. STEM, you make a robot, you put it in a computer, and you control it with your phone. It's just mm-hmm. like playing a video game. So that's what kids like. So that's yeah. what they're in. And in. so you were talking about the YSI, right? This like long, giant, tethered probe that we send over the side of the boat. And right. then we have a computer system. Um, we were talking yesterday. They make them now all the data goes straight to your phone. You drop the sensor, it goes to your phone. And so everybody can have an app on their phone on the deck. And it's like, we got it. Real time data. We got this. Yeah, yeah real time, constant data. And so it, it's neat to see that is where technology is driving us. What are we going to do with the ability to capture this much data? Mm. And so, and then the kids that are coming up now they have to answer that question. Yeah. You know, what can this data tell us? What, what can we analyze from it? And if we, you know, get them interested in high school, you know, when they are in the career field, hopefully they'll think back and remember us. I'm always yeah. a fan of anything that gives them experience at what they might be doing before they do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Get put yeah. hands yeah. on. Um, this is what it's like. And then when that way, when they go to study it at a university or wherever, mm-hmm. trade school, tech school, whatever, you, you kind of know what the end game is, right? Yeah. And hopefully you already know that you like it versus mm-hmm. just something you kind of picked or something you kind of fell into. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, it gives them something to shoot for, especially like, because I'm a teacher. Mm-hmm. I had no experience being a teacher. When I walked mm-hmm. in, I had no idea. So I jump on that boat and, and I've been through mm-hmm. the class before. I've already know what's going to happen. I know what's going to go on. So yeah. now I can teach these kids how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's a great thing. It Absolutely. Yep. So. And it's definitely... Uh, like part of the heritage here on the coast, like you mentioned, you know, having people do that. And then you're even pulling, you're, you're poaching people from other states with the, with the field trip stuff. So that's always great. You know, getting them recruiting for USM through that program. So Absolutely. very smart. Well, very it's, smart. It's, it's the fine line between, I don't want to do this. I want to sit on my phone and I want to go on a boat ride and play on the Well, the phones phone. aren't going away. You see what I'm saying? That's no, one thing no, you got to remember. Not. They're not going away. Technology's not right. going away. It's just all infiltrating it's into everything. what can everything. you do mm-hmm. to get them expired or inspired and, yeah. uh, and get them out there on the water because mm-hmm. there's nothing better. Well, I've got it pulled up here. I'm going to screen share one more time before we, before we wrap mm-hmm. things up. Uh, let's see here. Yep. And so you'll see it come up in just a second. But it's this is here. Um, hold on. Let me click uh, all of the. So when you first jump on here, this is the Marine Education Center. Just type in USM uh, .edu. Click on Marine Education Center. This is what you'll see. You want to scroll down um, to keep going, and you'll see right here the camps are listed. Uh, yep. All you gotta do is hit, it looks like this. Hit the plus sign, and you can see it right here. Shaggy's Angler Camp, which is the one we've been talking about um, the most here so far, and the Shark Fest as well. Uh, the Sea Camp, the Island Adventure Camp, and then also the uh, the, the new one. The ocean and uh, ocean and ocean science and technology camp. So you just click on whichever one you think you're interested in, or click on all of them, and you know you can read more about them. Like let's click on this one and just see. Um, so, this, I'm sure it's going to tell you what you well, need to bring. You, well, it gives you the dates. Other stuff. Yeah. yeah, the date. So like July 10th through the 14th, right on the the science uh, camp. Mm-hmm. There it shows you the cost. Uh, and it kind of breaks you down with some bullet points as to what you can expect. So it's super cool. And then of course the registration button right there. So if you if something you want to be a part of. It's all right there. Yeah. Pretty cool. And that shows you everything you have, like lunch and mm-hmm. all of the 
what you must Details. have. The must yeah. haves. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna drop the link to the uh, to the to the Marine Education Center um, in the comments below. Uh, so that way, if you're if you're listening or if you're watching this on the replay or live, you don't even have to go look for it. It's right there. It's right there. So, there yeah. it is. So the one we've talked about the most is the Shaggies. You talked about they actually mm -hmm. cook some of the Sh yes. that we've caught. Shaggies is amazing. Yeah. As far as the sponsor goes, they are fantastic. And so, um, they will come out and that Friday they cook and prepare like this is how we prepare the fish. So Friday is cleaning and cooking day. And so we walk you through like if you caught this, this is how. And we let the kids like you scale the fish this way. And so like a lot of times I'm like you just get a spoon or because like I have to have fish. I was like you don't have to have anything fancy. Mm -hmm. Right. I was like and if you can't figure it out, it's okay. Like we'll just do it on the half shell and then like flounder a lot of times I, they are like what's well, so like you can't clean it and i'm like this is how you clean it yeah and we have our researchers come in on friday too and they show us how to take the otoliths out and otoliths are how you age bony fish mm -hmm. and so the kids all typically leave with ear bones for um <laughs> anything that we caught and can actually get them out and then um so you wear they know like a necklace to, a lot of times they do necklace. wear like yeah like red these are my red fish otoliths yeah. and i'm like yeah you got some ear bones around <laughs> your neck and like red fish otoliths can get pretty big but um and so they will take the otoliths out we'll show them how to clean it and like with flounder they're always shocked because it's like oh just score the top and we'll like put some butter and you know, if we've got crab, we'll put some mm. crab and it'll be Stuff great. Stuff like an envelope. Yeah. yeah. And they're feast, like, though, that's right. They're like, that's all you have to do. And I was like, that's all you have to do. I was like, you, I mean, it's just like a little cut right here. And they're like, you don't have to worry about the fins. I was like, no. I was like, you can just You're not leave it. eat that anyway. Yeah. yeah. I was like, the only fins we, I like fried catfish fins, like the tails. And so you, when you fry a whole catfish, you chew the yeah, tails. The little crunchy ones. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so that's yeah, the only well, things that of, I eat. A lot, of, a lot of freshwater crappie and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, yeah, I grew like up. Yeah. 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 It's still not my favorite. And so, <laughs> I mean, I don't typically eat hard catfish. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard they're decent if you clean yeah. them right. That's my what Josh keeps dad, telling us. My dad swears by it. My what? dad will eat just about anything though. Yeah. <laughs> like, now, like my dad also eats raccoon and nutria. So. Well, they're like, nutria that's South Louisiana. Yeah. So. Well, gaff tops is it's white meat, white, but I, hard head. It's it's a slime ball. Yeah. I'm not eating it a slime is. ball. It I don't is. want nothing. Like if I have my choice between a speckle trout and a slime a ball, ball, I'm yeah. gonna go for I'm the speckle trout. trout. So, and that's what. And we yeah, like teach them like, hey, you have to, you know, be a catfish is still gonna barb you right. if it's dead or alive. Right. And so really like teach them how to prep and clean. And then Shaggy's comes in and shows. They talk more about like the flavor and what is like pre like their chefs at Shaggy's are so on it like if it if it curls wrong because the muscle tendon they're like that's subpar mm. like we're not gonna send that out and i'm like i'll eat you? it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'll take it. it. Yeah. i was like I, i'm hungry yeah um but no they and they sponsor that lunch like completely for our kids and the chef they, they bring the blacktop out and he shows like he shows them how to do the vegetables like it's a whole meal like that's what i was like i need my kids to do this when they're getting ready to go to college oh. so that they might actually so like a, know how to cook when they yeah, leave. you get a fish in a culinary class yes and it's it's really cool and the chef that we've had the same chef the last couple of years and he is great with the kids and so because like sometimes chefs you're just like 
<laughs> are you gonna well, get gordon ramsay yeah, yeah. like who's gonna show up but no like it's fantastic and so and the kids really enjoy it because they're like oh like i thought there was a lot more to it i was like it's right. just fish like some butter some tonys yeah. they shaggy spits more than tonys but right. yeah right like right. at home it's like right. butter tonys lemon throw it in throw it in there roll it's, out. it's fish yeah well, did, so, did they come to y'all or you, you no they down? come to us okay. yeah so they come to us and it's r- it's really con- it's convenient for us because i don't have to like yeah drive over drive to shaggy's yeah and then like drag kids in a kitchen and we're not in their way and so yeah they bring it out we yeah. have a nice like pavilion patio set up at the mec that's it's really cool. cool. Kudos to Shaggy's for being a part of that. Yeah. Do that for the kids. And the last thing before we get out of here, yep. you have you're looking for help this summer. Am, am yes. I correct on that? Yes. So summer camp. Uh, there's applications online. We're going through those right now. So if you are interested, hop on. It's USM main. We call it Hattiesburg campus. USM employment is what we type in the search bar. And so we have th- counselors, aides, and assistants for summer camp. And then if anybody wants to volunteer, reach out. We'll, we take volunteers. Even if it's just a couple hours one day, Right. we'll, we'll take it. Yeah. So for sure. Well, definitely for student teachers and stuff like that. Getting some yeah. hours. hours no, yes. Like I was that. like, if you need hours, we've, that's what a lot of our volunteers are looking for service hours or just, you know, I'm old and retired and I love to fish and I want to hang out with a kid and go. teach him what I know. There so, yeah. So be on the lookout. We're going to jump on y'all. Uh, we'll jump on the boat with y'all yes. one day coming up pretty soon. But um, where do we need to go? Where do we need to send people? It's to send the link the, for the people yep, watching. Yeah. The USM.edu slash MEC. Yep. And so and then my contact information is on the website, um, marine.education at USM.edu or Samantha.capers at USM.edu. And that's, and that's for the jobs. And if we're interested, in everything comes it. to you. Yep. Uh-huh. Audio people, I'll link it in the uh, description on the uh, below the podcast there. So you just click on that as well. Take your kids out. It sounds like a good it time. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for your time yeah. to Steven stopping in and hanging out with us again, yeah. uh, episode or on the second time. Uh, and thanks everybody for watching on the live, the replays. If y'all yeah. keep watching, we'll, we'll keep doing them. Keep knocking them out. <laughs> that's right. All right. We, well, we got one tomorrow. We can mention it now. We yeah, never we'll do, do one more. Yeah. Who we got tomorrow? Uh, Elias. Yeah, for sure. Harris Sheriff. County. Yeah. All right. Run sweet. So y'all tune into that. We'll, we'll create the live. It'll be on all the social platforms. That'll See y'all it. on the next one. Yep. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. We really appreciate it. We're excited to announce that we just launched our very own Brownwater Banter app. That's right. It's free to download in the App Store or on Google Play. Whether you're an iPhone user or an Android user, it doesn't matter. It's free. Download it now. Stay connected with the Brownwater universe. Inside the app, we have links to the Tales and Scales login, the marine forecast from NOAA, tides and currents, radar, a list of all the bait shops here on the Gulf Coast, Everything you could need for a day out on the water, having fun. We've also got all the Brownwater social links right inside the app, connections to our merch shop. And if that wasn't enough, we've also built inside of it a country radio station. That's right. So you can listen on the go. I'm sure it'll evolve over time. Right now, we're calling it Brownwater Radio, music for the outdoors. So download it now, check it out, and we hope you dig it. Water banter.